What's up, party people? Thank you for tuning in this week. You know me. I'm the guy. I'm the Joe Bamati. What, 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 what? Joined by my brother, partner in crime, Jordan I guess Amati. I'm the Jordan Amati. The Jordan Amati. Yeah. Don't confuse me with that little British dude. I think he's probably 18 years old right now, but I'm like a Highlander with him. There can only be one Jordan Amati. Oh, I'm coming I, for you, Jordan Mighty with the hyphen name. <laughs> Someone's been Googling their name too much. You got to hey. stop that. It's bad. Well, you know, it's, it's like whenever, head. hey, it's you bad. know, when you ain't got no flaws except ba- breaking the law, Job, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. got to see what's out there about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to know. You got to know. But a partner in crime, Jordan Mighty, together we are the giraffe experts. Bling, bling. Now, you know, Giraffe Experts started as a animal podcast, but the problem was nobody was listening. So we had to switch gears, make it a sports-centric podcast, but we still love our Go giraffes. ahead and switch your style still up. still love our animals, so I like to hit them with the Giraffe Fact every week. Can I hit you with Giraffe Fact, Jordan? Mm, you know it. Okay. Do you know giraffes use their sticky, muscular tongues to catch and swallow food? Uh, unlike humans, their tongue is not attached to the back of its mouth. It's instead attached to the front, enabling the giraffe to stick its tongue out much further. That's why you've seen that classic image of the giraffe catching flies. You know, they're, they're known yeah, for it's, I think I got a poster of that. It's Some like, you know, yeah. like it's like hanging pictures on my wall. Like, you know, I'm yeah. like Biggie with, like, giraffes the catching iconic, flies. The iconic Im- in- image of a giraffe catching flies with his tongue. Everybody knows it. Yeah, we giraffe all know. Giraffe, giraffe facts. facts. Giraffe facts. That's knowledge. That's <laughs> fat on your dome. But I digress. Stains I digress. on brains, Joe. Stains on brains. Yeah. All right, Joe. Get into some sports, man. Let's get into some sports. Let's go ahead and get into it. Okay. Because we don't want to ruin one division for y'all yet. Y'all got one week. Mm. Right, they got one week, right, Joe? Yeah. yeah or you got week. one week, actually. That's what I'm calling. It. Did you have you? Uh, no, you, no. That's okay, the, all right. It's only like two episodes. Two episodes I need to watch. Yeah. All yeah, right, bet, right, bet that, bet mm-hmm. that. All right, world, let's go. Football. Let's do this, Cowboys. Yeah. So Cowboys are in the news. Uh, you know, we're based out of Arlington. We're some homers over here. Cowboys gave Dak Prescott some money this week. Yes, uh, they it did. Like he got paid four years, $160 million, including a record $126 million. Guaranteed. That man got broke off, Jordan. He got broke off, deservedly so. You know, yeah. that's that back pay for being a fourth-round draft pick and uh, mm. putting a team on your back. Yeah. yeah. Being on company, your ankle. Being, <laughs> being a company man. All that time, you know, I, you, I was black over here sitting for the anthem. You had me looking foolish. I did that for you, Jerry Jones. Well, my whole thing is, like, all it did is cost the Cowboys, what, anywhere from 24 to $26 million. Yeah. yeah. If you don't include that y'all definitely gave him 31 point whatever just to put in his bank last year to break his ankle. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Cowboys, it's like you gambled and you lost, but you got enough money to, you know, to crap out and just ball again. You know what I'm saying? It's fancy football to Jerry Jones. So Yeah, and the, the Cowboys front office, now we have that confidence in them that they can identify talent, but it's just where they're allocating their resources financially well here's the thing i honestly believe that if this contract was handled in 2019 when jared goff and carson wentz got their deals done Mm -hmm. it was more dire for us to get it done because Dak wasn't a first round pick so we didn't have that fifth year option so it's like so they messed up because they could have got him on the cheap but at that point they weren't sold on him enough to be to those two guys level that's what it's all about yeah and it's like but the thing is like if you were thinking it's like well do I like Byron Jones? Like, it's like Amari Cooper. It's like, you know, it's like they they were just so concerned with not paying Dak. Yeah, yeah. Like, because it's like, I hope we're wrong. Yeah, it's it's pro- it's uh-huh. like prove it again. Like, it, we keep moving the goal for you to prove it. And it's, it's end up buying him in the butt. 
but they got it done. They got yeah, it done. We have a did. quarterback. Like I said, I'm just – to me, it all falls back on to don't draft running backs, don't pay running backs, don't be in the running back business like that. Well, I don't – I'm a – I'm with you with the don't pay them. I'm either, not with the don't or. draft them. Because okay, to me, it. it's like if you're not drafting the best player available, then you're not doing it right. And if and if you have a guy who you know is better than your guy and that's like a hole, then you do it. I'm all about, yeah, draft. If you're running back away, if you're that team, you're the yes, running back yeah. away team, go but, for it. But you're probably not drafting <laughs> that high if you're a running back away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I get that. But I'm either or. Either uh, either but, draft them and don't give them a second contract yeah. or you be the guy who uh, scoops up an unrestricted free agent. You be the guy who gives Aaron Jones a big contract. Yeah, but but yeah. I don't I – don't, and I feel like with running back more so than other positions, it's like it, it's one of those positions that everybody thinks it's like insert play so there's pressure when you draft the guy that he has to play yeah. by everybody. You know, even Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Mm. Like by being drafted like – the last pick in the first round. Still first round. It's like pick. it's like it's like all right. Now you have to play. So it's like so people are drafting in fantasy football. If he was drafted one pick later in the second round, he would have got drafted like two rounds later in fantasy football. Yeah, because they went <laughs> sold on him. They yeah. would have drafted him right. It's, and to me, I'm just one of those guys. It's like no, I'm building my roster. I'll let y'all talk about that. But Andy Reid, you did say he was he was, like Brian Westbrook was a poor man's version of him. I didn't like that. I didn't like yeah. that. That's why you lost Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but even uh, McCaffrey, they already restructuring that contract, right, to make room for the, this year where he's only going to count against the cap. That's he's like, don't trade me for Deshaun. I want to ball with Deshaun. Like, let's make this happen. <laughs> don't make me the guy that gets to get that gets moved to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And to me, I just think that it's like it's a team deal. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is Zeke's deal should have never happened. And to me, it's like that's the deal that – all teams are ignoring as yeah. far as negotiating running back. It's like that's a bad deal. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know they ain't gonna laugh. Don't bring that. To, laugh. Don't bring that. It's like it's like Derrick Henry's deal is the ceiling. Yeah. It's like so. Let's talk after that. Yeah. So yeah. like Zeke's it's deal. Like, it's like agent, agent it, it's, it's, start talking about Zeke's deal. The uh, GMs are like don't bring that in. The it's room. like if don't Zeke ball out, guess no. what? He'll get traded. If he suck, he get cut. Like yeah. you know, that's pretty much what Zeke's thing is. You know, it's like it doesn't matter. It's like. He has to run for two thousand yards and win the MVP over Dak well, it, to be here after that. It's it's so difficult for a running back contract to end up being a good running back contract. Even look at McCaffrey; he signed his contract, he got hurt. Now he's already uh, moving things around a year into it. It's it the same, and even if he balled out, they weren't going to win. So, but know. at the same time, it whenever you suck as a franchise, yeah. you can't trade the guy whose jersey's in the stands. Yeah. Yeah. It's a business decision at that point. Yeah. So you're paying to keep asses in seats. Yeah. And you're shopping him as a commodity, but you don't want him to shop himself. <laughs> you know, that's not the way it works. It's like, because, like, you know, it's like we, we don't look at the name on the back. You know, it's all about the helmet. And that's just one of those things. And to me, it's even in this stadium right here, this wonderful, wonderful baseball stadium, you know why Joey Gallo still play here? Because they got too many Joey Gallo jerseys yeah, here to yeah. get rid of Joey Gallo. Like, yeah, you know, he's your big. It's name. like, he's don't a, find me, don't beat me up. Knows. I'm yeah. close and I don't work out no more, man. But it's like, it's like, and please don't bring it back. I don't want no problems. Yeah. He's, the, he's the name everybody knows, and you got to have a, a name. You have, you have to have a jersey to sell when people come in here, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like, it's like if we're a triple A team, 
<laughs> like, I don't want to walk out. It's like, well, Baseball America says he's number two dude. It's like, then I have a Joaquin Arias jersey, like, next to my uh, Julio Bourbon. And, like, whatever. That's baseball you, stuff. You Let's wouldn't get buy a Mavs Man jersey? You wouldn't buy a, a Gorilla from the Phoenix Jones? No, nah, I want jersey? that Chris Anstey, okay. bro. That Popeye Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Popeye Jones. All right. Well, Joe, I don't know if you heard about uh, the Cowboys getting the compensatory picks today. I they did. came in. It's official. The Cowboys have 10 draft picks this year. Yeah. Uh, now, what, what do we think about turning that defense around in the offseason? I uh, think they need to pull a Panthers move. Mm. Uh, you know what the Panthers did last year. They were the first team in the modern football era to draft nothing but defensive players. They did yeah. not draft a single offensive player. And I feel like it's like we need to swing tackle and then draft all defensive players. I can go for this. I can go for this. Like this now it looks like, yes, we can turn a defense around in the offseason. The offense, like I said, if our tackles are healthy on offense, we're a different football team. Yeah. We are a different, different football team. So I'm not opposed to investing all these draft resources on defense. Like I said, a swing tackle, mm -hmm. fortify that death. But honestly, it's – the Cowboys have been thinking about fortifying. We've have been consistently fortifying the offensive line. Along oh yeah, the way. it's like that. Yeah. That's that's the reason why we are competitive. Yes, it's because exactly. that's what we've put our. That's what you've seen. In. Like what you saw last year was the process of a good offensive line doing their best to keep the, the keep it fortified. Yeah, to me, what the Cowboys yeah. showed last year is they have offensive line depth. They just don't have that swing tackle. You can't lose both tackles and not have Zach Martin as your guy to kick out there. Yeah, we and to me, it's like it's like we. Don't I never want you to say that you played left tackle in negotiations. Yeah. And to me, it's a business move. And to me, it's like if you're the Chiefs, that wasn't happening. When it went, as the season moves forward, you move your best guy there so you can keep winning. But to me, it's like you're so worried about like I know Zach Martin got left tackle skills. I can't ever let him get PFF grade him yeah, yeah. to play left tackle for a game because then his price tag goes up. To me, it's like you're overthinking the business move at that point instead of the success of your Just team. The football team. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've told you that before. I think I've said it here before. Mm -hmm. But I really think that the reason why Zach Martin has never played left tackle is because the price tag will go up so high to where your left guard gets picked. Like, you know, yeah, it, and I think by the end of the season we had, like, a couple of interior combinations that were working. You yeah. know, yeah. So well, there's depth in the interior. Mm -hmm. It's that tackle depth is crucial. But besides that defense, we need playmakers on defense, every single level of that defense. Now, my whole thing is with Rashawn Slater doing what he did, mm -hmm. and we'll talk about that a little bit later, uh, what he did at his pro day, I think that there is a possibility that the way he tested athletically that he might be able to leapfrog those guys because we're at a league to where it's like if we have 5'10 quarterbacks, I don't care if I have a 6'4 tackle. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, to where it's like if he run, like if he runs sub-5 and I've seen him beast these like these top draft picks, then why wouldn't I just draft him if I, if I think he's the best on film? So to where it's like he might be able to jump Peyton Sewell because I don't know if Peyton Sewell will test as well athletically. Well, now the length is there. And the thing is, watching the film, to me, like – I saw Rashawn Slater dominate Chase Young. That's what he has. He has the holy grail of yeah. film. And, and, and that, and, yeah. We yeah. see you dominating the prototypical NFL yeah. edge rusher. Yeah, it's like, and you're it. undersized, quote, yeah. unquote. Under, under and, 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 like, yeah. and you're going against the guy with the dream length, yes. the dream speed, yeah, the dream yeah. agility, the dream motor, the dream everything. And it's like, and you crush yeah, his like dream. Like you already had like, the yeah. hardest day at the office yeah. you're going to have. It's like Bryant McKinney sure. versus Dwight Freeney back in the day. Remember that? Whenever everybody's talking about, Mount oh, McKinney, can't nobody say it's like Mount McKinney. Like it became legend. Yeah. Like, you know, and I just feel like it's a similar type of situation to where Rashawn Slater, like if, if you can stop Chase Young like that, then – I don't care where my hole is on the offensive line. 
you're here and we'll figure it out. Okay. Like, you know, so to me, it's like if you feel like you have a serviceable left tackle, but you have any hole anywhere else, then Rashawn Slater is your guy. So, I think. Okay, so uh, Rashawn Slater, you like him on the interior. You, you don't, I prefer him on yeah. the interior. But would you draft him to fill your hole at a right tackle or a left tackle? I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Okay. I wouldn't. It, it, me personally. Yeah. But, you know, I, I I didn't play the position at the highest level, but I played the position well enough to know, like, my limitations as an offensive lineman. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I have longer arms than Rashawn Slater myself. Like, you know, like, let's yeah. just be real, right? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. It's like, I don't even have to measure that. I know that. I'm African. <laughs> like, it's, it's, yeah. like, you know, but it's like yeah. I have problems playing left tackle. Now, I, I didn't run – I never ran a four – Eight eight, but I'm pretty sure I was faster than this five five one when I left high school. But it's like, but the thing is, it's like, yeah. it's like, but it's technique and it's a kick and all this stuff, and it really just depends on who your offensive line coach is, who your co- coaches are, and yeah. if they care and if well, they. Okay, don't. okay. So the thing about having 33 inch arms is you don't have all the tools for every single matchup on every Sunday. But if you can like, stop Chase Young, then who can yeah, you not but stop? But I don't know, but maybe a Kalias K- Campbell will eat you oh, at lunch. He yeah. will eat everybody's lunch, <laughs> yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what he does. It's I, like he yeah. is a monster. He is a monster. Well, he that's is a what monster. It is. Like, to be like a blue chip, like top ten, it's because you have all the tools in your bag. Like Quentin Nelson ain't yeah. going to get punked out by Kalias Campbell yeah. or DeForest Buckner. The way, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like – it's like he's big enough to where he will not get dominated in that type of way. It's like it's not yeah, possible. That, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not possible. I'm it's, big yeah, enough to where you can't move too, me like that. His base is too girthy. His yeah, it's like girthy. and and the thing is and that's a, the fear. And to me, it's like I wish Rashawn Slater was like ran what I, I wish he ran a four nine nine and was three fifteen and was yeah, six four. Cause it's like, cause he's been that big before. He's been like over three ten. Yeah. And you know, but to me, I think he did. He's like, I'm a tackle. I'm getting this tackle money. <laughs> Let's get it. Well, it's like I'm. I'm gonna set. Cause to me, forty yard dash. Yeah. Cause to me, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna set. Right. Who's the fastest tackle ever? Yeah. It's like bet. Cause you're really like, faster than you need to be. Yeah. I'm like, I, I give me ten plus pounds and one tenth second. Off yeah. It's like yeah. if you sub five, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like unless you want to catch touchdowns on like goal line plays and stuff. It's like it's like, but I want to. Everybody wants to do it if you want. <laughs> but I do think that Rashawn Slater might have jumped a pen, like a penne soul, mm-hmm. or it definitely jumped. Like to me, I was the guy who's all about Chris and Jersha. Okay. I, I'm I'm the leader of that bandwagon, and I'm I'm aware of that. Yeah. And you know, and I just think that his length, his girth, and if you watch his film, he's nasty, man. It's like well, he plays me, through Darius the whistle. Darius ceiling is higher. Than, yeah. Yeah, definitely higher. Yeah. And and I do want to see what how he runs, mm-hmm. but I do think that I just think that I can play him inside, I can play him outside. I'm not worried about his length because you can't be that tall and not be like you know. Yeah. It's like worst case scenario, I'll throw you right tackle. You're you're nasty. I yeah. like it. Like you know. Yeah. And I, and but I do think that Rashawn Slater being there could push Penny Sewell to number ten. If the if Penny Sewell's number ten and you're the Cowboys, don't you have to draft him? Yeah. Oh, yes. And yeah, I I don't think he'll be there. But yeah, like Penny Sewell to me, Darisal and Penny Sewell are more physically gifted than Rashawn Slater. Yeah. Rashawn Slater does have that athletic attribute of the twitchiness. Yeah. Uh, you know, as evidenced by the forty yard dash time. But those guys, just in terms of their girth yeah. and their length, and their length. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you think like somebody like a Darisal? It's like you. Th- like after he tests, it's possible he'll end up being top ten, and they'll yeah. all be gone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could, it's I, like because offense linemen are a commodity. I can see those three going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's I, like but, and it's just it's pretty much it's the it's the unknown because we don't know how athletic he is yet. 
but we've seen the film, but we don't have measurables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like we, we already want to believe. In yeah, that. it's yeah. like, because to me, it's like, I wouldn't be shocked if there's scouts out there. It's like, I like him better than Penny Sewell. Yeah. Like, I yeah. I, it's like, because to me, it's like, I like Sewell as a guard because he's so quick yeah. and shifty. It's like, it's almost like a, a better Mike I, uh, I, I, probably, yeah, like You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's. He's like freakishly quick, and it's like I don't care what y'all said his forty is. It's like this dude moves matrix like yeah, like yeah, it's, 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 it's freakishly quick, freakish quickness and strength. Yeah, the combination. Of and it. I think it's Whereas just like, like I wouldn't be surprised if Darisau ran a faster forty. Yeah. but yeah. and to me, it's I wouldn't even be surprised if Darisau was stronger. But I just think when you're that big and that quick, and you hit somebody, it just, something just happens. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like it's just the laws of gravity, yeah. man. It just goes. And Sewell boys got good genes. Man. Yeah, it's like yeah, his brother number one, right? That linebacker, yeah, yeah, yeah he'd be yeah, wrecking, he'd be wrecking. All right, well, like, in case y'all didn't know, the Cowboys got a third-round pick, fourth-round pick, fifth, sixth uh, for Byron Jones, Robert Quinn, Randall Cobb, and Jeff Heath. So they got ten picks in this draft. Mm. So what do you you think it's going down? Are they the favorite to win the division? Yeah. They have the best quarterback in the division. I yeah. think we can say that hands yeah. down, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that makes them the favorite, but – I. Th- Washington doesn't have a quarterback. If Washington yeah. had a quarterback, they'd be the favorite. But I, so I think that makes the Cowboys the favorite. It takes it takes the Redskins to make a move to where it's like, oh, Taylor Heineke ain't well, even gonna start no more. I'm like, even Heineke could ball on us. Heineke could ball on us. Well, if they had Heineke and Mariota, would you be scared? It's like, <laughs> yes. ooh, it's like the it's winner like, of that quarterback competition could yes. ball I'm on scared. us with that I'm defense. Scared. I'm scared. Yeah. All right, bet, bet. All right, Joe. I guess we on to the next one, like that jigging man. I guess they doing things in Chi Town. Okay. Like you've been seeing this, it's like uh, making moves. they're making moves. I guess uh, they franchise tagged uh, Allen Robinson yesterday. Yeah, so, and Kyle Long, Can't it's like he's thirty-two years young. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. coming back because what he has really only played football for probably like the last ten years. Yeah, because he had a baseball break, baseball, yeah, and went to Florida State, but never played a Florida State. Yeah, because he got in trouble, and yeah. you know, it's like, hey, we've all been eighteen, we all be wilding, and yeah. I ain't never had Howie Long kid money, so I don't know how much I'd be wild. I'd be Jane, Johnny Manziel wilding, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? It's like I almost be Jan, I almost Johnny Manziel wild, and I wasn't even rich. <laughs> no, anyways, let's not talk about my criminal past. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about these Bears, though. Do you think that Kyle Long coming out of retirement means that he believes that? It's Russell Wilson or bust. It's like we gonna get Russell Wilson. Like, do you he think he wants to be on the bandwagon? You're saying? Let me. Well, I'm just on. saying it's like it's like I'll, I'm like I got it for cheap. Like, let's go. I got that work. I'll work if Russell Wilson out here. Yeah. It's like oh, my back I feels so much believe. better. I got like, something to believe in. I'm like I'm gonna go break my back from Trubisky, Mr. Trubisky. He please. retired on some Trubisky. Please, so it's like right, oh yeah. he gone. All right, I'm back. It's, like, <laughs> it's like maybe they had a falling out. He's like you know I'm a punch. I told him I'm a I'm a I'm a punch him in his face if I see him again. Like, <laughs> You know, some type of ultimatum. Like, don't let me see you in these streets. I don't even want to see you see you eating a deep dish pizza on Instagram or I'm going to find you. Like, you know, but uh, I do think that – I do think that that – it makes the most sense for the Bears to go after him just because it's been so long since they've had, like – you know, football well, success. It's like they were on the cusp with Rex Grossman, but everybody Lovie knew Smith. that was with not Lovie, a reality. With Lovey Smith, right? Yeah, it's like, but, you know, if Lovey Smith didn't have Rex Grossman, had a quarterback that was just 
any bit better than you know. Well, it might and, even and been that, that's the temptation with the because it it seems like Matt Nagy's running a good program in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's everything the Sands the quarterback right, mm-hmm. and Russell Wilson being a top five quarterback in the NFL puts them in Super it's Bowl a match made in heaven. Yeah, it seems like it. Like I said, I think we all respect what Nagy's done over there. It's just like Trubisky's the thing that's holding them back. What yeah. if we have somebody who's more than competent under center? And you know, and I'm not a Trubisky super hater because yeah. he is a Tar Heel, and, <laughs> but he did go to Menor. And remember those guys from Menor? They're just so arrogant. Like you know, it's like because Menor, they're like uh, imagine an Austin Westlake, South Lake type guy, Lake Travis. It's like that. That's with, them with, with no in Ohio. Yeah. It's like except it's like, but except they're not as rich as the private school guys from St. Ed's and like Moeller and like you know what I'm saying. Xavier's. Yeah, San, yeah, you know that that's Cincinnati, but you know like but. Cleveland area, but yeah, but anyways, it's like I I think Mitch Trubisky loves football. I don't think he knows anything else, but I don't think that he knows football that well either. (laughs) It's like, well, not the quarterback position. It's like to me, it's like it's like he's like Mitch play football. It's like it's like when he started calling himself Mitchell. It's like he finally figured out how to spell his name out completely. (laughs) It's like oh, some new letters, y'all. It's like I'm ill. It's like that's not how you spell (laughs) ill. It's like whatever. You know the difference between a one and an I and a lowercase l? Did you know the difference? Yeah. So what do you think if they were to get Russell Wilson, that they are a legitimate threat against the Packers? To where? Yeah. Yeah. Like because I well it's like. To me, him and Russell Wilson and uh, Aaron Rodgers can trade off be, being the best quarterback in that division. Yeah, it's like yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. how their games go. It's yeah, like yeah. they like it's like, like they go back and forth in all their battles since yeah. they both since Russell's been a starter had epic like Sunday night games, Monday night games, and I think it would be amazing to just see like the last few years of Aaron Rodgers versus Russell, Russell Wilson. Yeah, two times and and I think it's like it's like oh. I want that. It's like, and then I want you to be gone. And I want, like, three years to just run this division, like, without you. And then it's like, and I want to win in Chicago. And they talk about me. uh, It's some places, like, it's just that tradition is so deeply ingrained, like, in Chicago and in uh, Pittsburgh. It seems like they always can muster a really good defense. Mm -hmm. And even Nagy's an offensive guy, but they've always been able to put Yeah, it's like you can't help but have a good defense being from Chicago. It's like, it's it's just blue collar. It's like, you know. And, you know, us living in the Midwest for as long as we did, we had a lot of friends from both areas, and it's like, you know, it's like tough hockey playing dudes or like, you yeah. know, or like people that talk about crazy devil's night stuff in Detroit that I'm very afraid of. It's weird. It's like, and they just talk it's, about, oh, it's, no, it's, it's like, you know, you go trick-or-treating and you go home by by tw- by 11 because you don't want to be out there when they throw in Molotov cocktails. It's like, it's like, that, all you talk about, like, are you normalizing Molotov cocktails? Like, yeah. It's like the purge. That, that's new to y'all. The yeah, it's like the purge is Detroit on Halloween. Yeah, Please believe that. Yeah, They've been doing doing. that. All right, bet that, bet that. Now we talking about Wilsons. Let's talk about that boy Isaiah, Isaiah losing Wilson. Isaiah. <laughs> like you know, it's like Halle Berry in this one though. Yeah. Uh, you know, but Isaiah gone. Did you see so what they it? actually had to do to do this? To make uh, this I happen. See, I didn't see the details of it. But so I check it, Joe. All right, so these cats, they trade Isaiah Wilson and okay. this year's seventh-round draft pick okay, okay. for Miami's seventh-round draft pick in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like take this contract, please, and swap <laughs> draft picks, and we cool, right? We cool, right? It's like, it's like I really want to cut this dude. Yeah. But, but it's like but Miami's like I don't want it. It's like we make bad – 
like we've made enough good football moves in recent history. We can we just need linemen. Yeah. We just need linemen. It's like Austin Jackson. We think will work at left tackle. So it's like let's go ahead and get Isaiah Wilson at right tackle. But it's like it's like to me like it, is there a downside for Miami making this move? Yes, because you should just wait him for to get cut. And if he didn't go to you, then you don't have to pay him first round money. I see, I see. But now Wilson, I think he's he's a big body, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's any offensive line coach is going to love to have him in that room. And I'm the like, thing is, and probably an offensive lineman that big who's a veteran who's on the open market would get more than what the 29th pick in football got. So yeah, yeah. It, I guess it makes sense in that aspect to not compete for him. But do you want to bring somebody who'd be wilding out in Nashville to South Beach? <laughs> that's the that's the best point in all of this because he's already uh, got in trouble. For Wild, quarantine wilding, not like regular life wilding. It's like yeah. I'm six seven three fifty. It's like in like, Nashville. Y'all ain't gonna shove me. Y'all ain't gonna quarantine me. I just got all this new money. Nah, nah. It's like he he in he in drop tops. It's like it's like dreads. Like it's like y'all racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like no, you wallet. Nah, nah, they just don't like black people over here. It's like it's like, it's like you crash your car. It's like you crash your car. It's like nah, y'all racist. It's, it's like run away from the sea. Y'all racist. It's like y'all racist. It's like day. He be moving though. Y'all I see racist. why your first round fit. It's like it's like you is too swole to be three fifty and six seven to be mistaken as somebody else. There's only one Isaiah Wilson. It's like you got cuts in your arm and you're three fifty. It's like we know it's you, and you wearing cutoffs and tank tops and all types of like tight shirts. It's like, come on, bro. There's only one six seven, three hundred fifty pound man who swole with dreadlocks falling all over him in Nashville, Tennessee, and that's you, dog. It's like they racist though. All right, get out of here. Miss me with that. You worse than Meghan Markle. I ain't gonna talk about that though. It's like it's like because ladies don't really listen to the show, but I ain't talk about them Royals like that because I know y'all love them. Anyway, yeah, Joe, love they love some royals. Don't they love some royals. I, don't well, yeah, I can yeah. say I want to be princesses, right? Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, like Trina, she was the baddest bitch. Just, it's like, well, you know, but they settled for baddest bitch. That's why, and they call themselves ratchet now and all types of stuff. So they've settled. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's a new generation of women. This is a, it's a 21, uh, 21st century woman, ratchet. Like, all right, uh, okay, Joe. Ratchet is empowering. It is empowering. It's like, I can't no, say I it. can't call well, you Well, as a feminist, though, <laughs> I can say it. You no, know what I'm saying? you can call yourself Ratchet, it's Jordan. Like, it's like, no. It's like, I, I, I am associated with those that decide to call themselves Ratchet whenever they want to be Ratchet. But if you don't feel like being Ratchet, you're a lady today. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like be a lady. Tonight. I know that so, I can't call you ratchet, but you call yourself ratchet, and you empower. Hey, yourself. Gerard Carmichael told me if I start anything off by saying as a feminist, <laughs> then I can go ahead and continue what I'm saying. So, as a feminist, Joe, let's go ahead and talk about these you know, combines. As a, fem- as a feminist, sometimes you got slap a hoe. You know, yeah, it's like I thought that was a Native American tribe. <laughs> All right, Joe. All right, so uh, Combine Snows. Let's talk a little bit about it because the Combines are going to be virtual this year. Yes. Virtual yes. Combines. And pretty much what that means is, like, if you're invited, they care about your workout and none of your teammates. So they're watching your teammates, and then they're going to set up interviews with the actual people they interviewed to, or they'll talk to those guys, and then they'll actually do the psychological testing with those 323 players. Yeah. It's like, so – but – I think it's an advantage for these people at these pro days because it's like you're not just going to watch that one guy because you don't know when yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. run. Well, it's 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 now they're just a razor thin margin between being uninvited and being invited. Honestly, I thought that looking at the snubs this year, yeah. this is probably the best job they've ever done of picking players to go to the combine. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because I'm biased because 
like smaller schools got shut down as far as FCS and like and Division Two yeah. to where those guys just had to declare. But those guys that already established themselves as names to where they can be up in here. Yeah. So I I feel like, but when I looked at the quarterback list, I'm like. Y'all, like, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I can't really get mad at anybody y'all care about here. Yeah. Like, you know, so, Joe, like, let's that, go. Let's go. One, we, I'll go to the one name. I think we're talking about KJ Costello. Yeah, like, I would like, think that KJ yeah. Costello is the only guy because whenever you throw for over 600 yards in a game, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying, like like four months, like like five months ago, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. everybody was crowning you like, oh, he might get in the first round, and then it's like how the mighty yeah, have fallen. Uh, it's uh, like it's like he yeah. was wasn't he a four star guy or five star guy? Up, up there, top he was up there. Five, it's like yeah, somebody yeah. had him four star, somebody yeah, had him five star, but yeah. he's up there. Let's just call him a four and a half. Like you know what I'm saying? But he's got prototypical size. Like you know, five year guy went to Stanford. Do you think not? You think guy. not reference Stanford guy. with that degree out there is gonna hurt you a little bit? Because when you're a Stanford guy, you can kind of suck and you just get drafted. Yeah, because yes. you fit the. You if you're six four, yeah, yeah. You'll get drafted. And to me, four. it's like even the transfer. Do you, do you think he transferred because? He already lost the job to Davis Mills, or do you think that he transferred? Because I don't have to, I shouldn't have to deal with the competition I think with he, Davis Mills. I think he knew he wasn't the favorite. I think he was, he would He lost favor. I, yeah, and I, he would, he lost favor, and I think he would have lost the competition. I think he would just would have lost it. Mm. I don't know what happened to KJ Costello's trajectory. Uh, like, he showed so much promise early in his career, mm-hmm. and he just never got better. It, and even – Coaches he, hate hurt players, man. Like, yeah. they hate them. It's like, unless you've ever been a person who played football and were hurt, it's yeah. like you don't understand, like, how hard it is to play football. Like, the way these coaches will look at you because you, like, rolled an ankle and you're out for a couple weeks. It's like it's – like, like you're a leper. Yeah, like you know, I, it's like it's like I used it's to like like, like dead you? man walking. Like you know, it's like you know, it's like, like every. Are you shaking your fist? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. like you know, it's like it's like he be like bucking at you. <laughs> like it's like it's like it's like I want him to punch me so I can kick him off this team. It's like, yeah. but it's like, but you're useless too. Yeah, you but useless. it's it's a hard thing being a hurt guy, and you know, and I think that KJ Costello probably felt that because you know, like you know, we'll bring it back to the state. Remember you, Darvish, when he was here. Once he got hurt. Ron Washington wasn't here. He had a new coach. That dude don't got no love for him. Yeah. It's like it's like, well, I'm a superstar, and he's like, well, you don't I, you're not even on this team, as far <laughs> yeah. as I'm concerned. And you you know, it's like if you've been a superstar, that is something you can't come back from. But if you're just a guy who like you know, I've always been scraping and whatever, clawing, then yeah. it's just something to get past. Yeah. Like you know, but it's it's different for a lot of guys, and I just feel like. Uh, and KJ Costello's situation, it was just best to change scenery and, and stack up them numbers, get yeah. them stats at Mike Leach. But that COVID. But yeah, even to me with KJ Costello, I've seen enough bad football from him where I'm not mad that he didn't get invited. Uh, he's, he's he'll get drafted. He'll, he'll, he's six five enough. Six yeah, six five ish enough. He'll probably get drafted. I, I don't doubt that. But like I said, I've seen enough bad tape where I'm not going to spend anything more than a sixth round, seventh round. All right, let's go ahead and run through your five. Who's your next guy, Joe? My next guy would be Donovan Steiner for Florida, the safety from Florida. Yeah. Yes, I'm like, you're too blue chippy. and He got the and, right measurables. And you play too much of Florida yeah, to not get invited to this. You know, yeah. Yeah, to me it's like I've seen guys that I like less get drafted in like the first and second round from Florida. Yeah. Like with like less – like better stats, but like not as – Prototypical. Prototypical is the way that they move. Like, you know, like, for example, like, I like, you know, me, uh, what is it? Uh, Keanu Neal. I was never a Keanu Neal fan. Yeah. Like, I was a Marcus May fan, 
And to me, it's like, and I feel like uh, Donovan's uh, Stinner, Steiner, he is like more, like, he's like a longer Marcus May. Yeah, he's more Marcus May than Keanu Neal, definitely. Yeah. And like I said, I just thought he was too blue chippy and played to too many reps at, at, at Florida to, at such a power. Uh, five to not be eight. in a position to yeah. show out, you know. And he's one of those guys, like, he might end up running 4-4-4-3 four, 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 at his pro day, and then next thing you know, he's he might even be a day two pick yeah. just because he went to Florida. Like, you know, and they'll be like, oh, dang, it's like somebody messed up with that, you know, lost invitation in the mail. Uh, and then for me, it's a Makai Sergeant from Iowa. And these are guys that I think are too well-known and supposedly should have good workouts to not get invited. Okay. Uh, and then Tariq Black from uh, Michigan. I think he has good long – Texas. That's, ew, excuse me, excuse me, Texas. I think Those are your schools, dog. Yeah, yeah, it's good, like, yeah. I think he has good long speed where I wanted to see what his 40 was. And then Osiris Mitchell. I like Osiris Mitchell a lot. Mm. I think he has plus speed. I He may be not crack a 4-5, but he's 6-5, and I think he has good speed that I really wanted to see what he tested out at. But, you know, he's still going to – you know – I'm not the combat combat's over there though. They, they yeah. interview him. Yeah. yeah. All right, but can I but, cross this line? Can I, can I have something? No. <laughs> Get back. Get back. All right. No, yeah. No. Osiris Mitchell. And to me, it's the only, my only thing with Osiris Mitchell is like he balled out. His best game ever was KJ Castillo's best game ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like, but it's like y'all scouts hate. It's like. 600 yards is a lot of yards. Like, yeah, it's a lot of yards. It's like, you know, it's like, and the thing is, is like, if KJ Costello broke his wrist on the last play of that game, would have that would have been the greatest thing that ever happened to him, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, Who is he a first round? It's pick? like he'd be right there. It's like Kyle Trask or KJ Costello, right? Yeah, I, maybe more. Maybe, maybe more. more. It's like they'd be like, oh, Trey. I don't care well, about Trey. That's what, it's, that's, like, it's, it's, it's what have you done for me? If you're black, me, you're whack. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's with Zach Wilson. It's because with the last thing we're seeing. Like, to me, the, the whole Zach Wilson thing, it's trippy. Flavor of It movie. is trippy <laughs> because this 2012 season was an outlier. To me, it's not real film. You got to cheat. It's really it's not like, real it, film to me. It's, it's not like, it's like, uh, it's like you got to play on rookie. Yeah. On, on, or, uh, you, got, you played freshman on college football. Like, you know what I'm saying? In college football, EA college football, you played rookie, and all these cats got to play all American. Yeah, and, and, and it's like, and and we're grading you on rookie, like these cats who playing all American. And it's not the same as going to a, a group of five school because your talent is comparable to everybody you're playing. He every week walked into somebody else at either home or somebody else stadium with a team that's more talented than them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like if people act like BYU. Talented. It's like it's like y'all got big Tongans, y'all got. Old ass Mormons, <laughs> yeah. like it's like y'all two years older than every other team out there for sure. Yeah, y'all y'all's team averages two years older than everybody else's, yeah. just off rip. Tell so me that like, offensive line doesn't weigh like the same. And, and BYU's offensive line. offensive line was great this year. Yes. They were a great they offensive have an line. NFL yeah. size offensive it's line. It's like you know. I they I always say they have a lot of Polynesian guys who go there. Yeah, Polynesian Mormons, guys, it's like yeah, populate their roster. I'm like they're yeah. always a talented squad. Like right, they good. have size, they and they have experience. Yeah, it's yeah. like and to me, it's like and Zach Wilson, it's like and like I said, it's like even though there's a lot of hate like locally out there about him, it could be because he didn't go on his Mormon mission like everybody yeah. else. It's like it's like taboo it's like taboo. it's like he's not married yet and he's yeah. 19. Like you know, it's like. Yeah. I, and I'm not trying to trash Mormons. I'm just saying it's like, but it could be something as small as that yeah, that gets blown up this big. But I'm a, I, I'm not, I'm not giving them props. But I'm just saying it could go either way. It could go either. And way. And my whole thing is, I see the talent. It's just I don't know what to make of the film. I, I just don't see how you can be so adamant about a guy 
playing a, a, such a cupcake, the most cupcake schedule ever, in my opinion. I really do think that it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, Joe, let me go ahead and run through my five real quick. All right, like my number one guy I'm going to go with right now, it's going to be uh, Marlon Williams, the wide receiver from UCF. Uh, yeah, he's a very productive wide receiver. And to me, I feel like UCF receivers have shown a history of showing out once they get to the league. They're always coming under the radar and they always outperform what you thought they would do. And that's the reason why I have him over a guy like a Damani Coxie from Memphis. Because Damani Coxie, before he opted out last year, yeah, people talk about him going in the first round. And now he's not even invited to the combine? Yeah. Like, like the receiver from Memphis, you know yeah. what I'm speaking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking Marvin Williams, uh, maybe because they don't think he's that fast. That's why. Well, they did well he ran four or five flat coming out of high school. Okay, so okay. it's like, it's like, and with his size, I know he's bigger than he was, but yeah. he's like a big physical guy. But it's like he could be another Taquan Smith. Like you know, it's like because to me, I actually like him more than I like Taquan coming out. So to me, it's like I could see him even wherever Taquan went. Look for him to go in that same type of round. I like him a lot right there, uh, Coxie. He's kind of hinging on my list, but I do like Tristan Hodge, Merrill Hodge's nephew, the BYU center, the Notre Dame transfer. Great size, six foot four, three hundred twenty pounds, can play center, can play guard. Actually, when he was at Notre Dame, his redshirt year, he was scout team player of the year. Like you know, on a team with a lot of studs, and that's a big deal to go to Notre Dame. Now he's had a lot of injury history, but I think his size and his name and his versatility, there's no way he goes undrafted. Mm. And it's like he's a guy who's supposed to run a five one five, and at three twenty, if you do that, that's going to be impressive. And I just think having that name. It's like now yeah. he has the same in, he has injuries like Merrill Hodge do too, yeah. but I think that name will make sure that he won't he yeah, will get pedigree. drafted. It's he will get drafted. Pedigree, all right, it's a, and uh, there's there's two other guys I want to talk about. Uh, D'Angelo Malone from Western Kentucky. A couple years ago, he had, he led the nation in tackles for loss, and I want to say he was t- he had like fifteen sacks, uh, uh, ten plus sacks, twenty plus tackles for losses. Great. A great year. He kind of had a down year this year, like a lot of people did. Six four two thirty five. I want to see how he runs at his pro day whenever it comes up. But I think, like you know, everybody wants to look for that next Demarcus Ware. It's like, where's the next Demarcus Ware going to be at Troy State? He has that build, but Demarcus Ware was rare because it's like, it's like every time you saw him, he got bigger. And it's like, well, are you going to still have that feet? that speed and it's like and he's like oh and then you see him at his uh at the combine he's six four two fifty yeah. and he's running four five four four nine like you know it's like so i don't know like if anybody else could do that they'd be first round picks too but there's a but if you don't have that because i think nowadays if you were that athletic you won't end up at, at west kentucky yeah, at, at troy, like yeah. you know or, or, or at troy yeah, or yeah. at one of those schools yeah. and if you are you'll probably end up get, transferring one year to go help somebody as a pass rusher as a senior and it's like, and then there's a guy named Taylor Riggins from Buffalo. Uh, there's a guy named Malcolm Coons from Buffalo, who's their top edge rusher who's coming in because I think Riggins uh, help, uh, opted out this season. But Riggins is a guy that if you go and hit, listen to their interviews about who the team captains are, it's like, they're like, oh, who's better, you or Riggins? Coons just like Riggins. It's like, why? It's like he's Taylor, man. That's Taylor Riggins. Like yeah. you know, it's like, and Riggins has a high school recorded forty time of four eight seven. And uh, Koontz is a fi- over a five, and they're both 6'2", 255-pound guys. So I think the 4'8", guy w- with comparable stats, like with that speed, you would see him able to stand up or put his hand on the ground. Mm. To, and I think his teammate being invited is the reason why I'm saying he's snubbed. Yeah, because it's like because he's going to test better athletically at that pro day than the guy that he's actually that actually took his. Spot and, and when we talk about snows, for me, a big part of that equation is because I think you'll come and show out. We need you to yeah. see you over here because we think you'll put up really good numbers. And yeah. we if you do that in front of a lot of people, it, it means more. That's, yeah, straight up, it's the difference between getting drafted and not drafted. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And I do have one more guy that I need to talk about. I'm sorry. Uh, Avery Williams, the cornerback for Boise State. Like I like him a lot. He's a punt returner, kick returner. So you know I'm already in love. Like, yeah. 
uh, five foot nine. So it's like, so the thing is, if you can return punts, you can return kicks, and you're five foot nine, and and you're good at corner. Guess what? Every team needs you. Yeah. It's like there is not a team in the NFL that boards you are yeah, not. Yeah, that's on. a skill. It's too, you're too nickel many dime. Skills, you're yeah. in there, and you can return punts. It's like, yeah. There's no like you are. You are so valuable. Like even just those two things, being able to cover the the slot and to be able to return punts. Yeah, it's like, like it's like it's like and now it's like oh things. and you've returned yeah. and like you know Bill Parcells used yeah. to always say you know I quote him all the time. It's like yeah. it's like he always say about Tyson Thompson. It's like wow, you'd be a pretty good kicker turn if you were actually took one to the house. Like you know because Tyson Thompson like was second in the league in like kickoff returns, but he never housed one. Yeah, yeah. So he's like it's like you're not a real kicker turn unless you take it to the house. Yeah. It's like it's like it's cute. You just like, like you know, but it's, game, like, yeah. it's like it's like but. You and to me, I'm around. one of those guys to where I don't even rate you as a kick returner coming out of college yeah, you don't or a punt returner you if you ain't housing. Yeah, you don't register. I don't register. You, you ain't on the radar, bro. Yeah. You ain't on the radar. You ain't on the radar. Yeah, yeah. So to me, yeah. it's like to house him at both positions because there's guys that have done it. So appreciate that skill. Yeah. Like, you I'm know, looking like, for guys who can house it in the NFL. So if you can't do it in college, then you makes me more upset than when somebody sees somebody run a 40 and say, oh, they can return punts or kicks. I'm like, you've never played football before. It's like it's like I got friends that have played football forever mm. that'll never get back there and turn a punt, bro. They'll <laughs> yeah. never get back there. They are scared. They are scared. And yeah. they are ballers. They are ballers. They are beasts. No, no, and they no. Clown. There's some ballers. But it's, yeah. like, it's like, but, but it's the smart guy. It's like, yeah. you think you know you have no idea. It's, it's like the these smartest dudes. football players who know I like, that ain't me to return yeah, the it's punt. Like, it's like, I'm like to yeah. me, it's like, that's what that's why I love Deshaun Jackson. Because yeah. it's like, he's so small. It's like, you got to catch me to hit me. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, and it, it's, and to me, like somebody like a Dory Jackson, it never translated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like some guys will always have it. And it's like, but to me, I don't know, maybe it's because of Dory's like really from like Chicago. So it's like, <laughs> oh, it's like, that's so what I'll be thinking. It's, but, it's, like, it's like, it's like, it's like too much baseball and too much basketball. It's like too much concrete. It's like you ain't been jetting on cats. It's like the same thing. Uh, New, New York, York cats. You know? New York, Chicago. But I'm hating, you know, I got regional bias over here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but Avery Williams, I like him. Return mm -hmm. guy. Boom, that just happened. So, all right, let's go review. Let's go real quick, Jeff, so we can get into this, uh, get into the AFC uh, needs real quick. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, the review. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit my three real quick. Okay. All right, now my three guys that uh, we, there was, pro, like, you know, pro days, combine guys, they've been, they started last Friday, and there have been a couple guys that did some things and made some noise. Eric Stokes from Georgia, mm -hmm. he's a guy I've been talking about quite a bit, a little bit. Him and Tyson Campbell, I feel are those guys that, I, that, that I feel like are going to be at the end of that first round after those three, as far as J.C. Horn, Caleb Fairley, and uh, and your boy Sertain. Yeah. It's like, but for him to run a four-two-five, that's elite speed. Yeah, yeah. He's first round. It's done, right? We don't expect anybody it's to like, run it's anything faster. It's done. It's yeah. over. Forty-one inch vert done. Six-one mm. done. It's good. He's there. First round lot. Only thing like well, like Tyson Campbell. Like, yeah, it's like, I want to see if you're faster. That's the only thing that I'm worried. That's I'm watching Georgia Pro Day to see if you're faster than that because yeah. I know you can smoke them in the 200. It's like, I know, but yeah, I thought y'all were the same speed as far as everything else goes. But with your length, if you can outrun Eric Stokes, yeah. then you might jump. Yeah, you two you might earn, jump. You, you might, two earn a trip to the first round of the NFL draft. I think they balled, though. I think they balled. Yeah. I just, I think they, re especially Tyson Campbell, really turned it around this past year. Because mm -hmm. before this year, his film wasn't that great. But he was forcing fumbles and making a lot of moves this year. Uh, number two for me, Rashawn Slater, 488. Said it earlier. Say it again, 488. Baller. Yeah. All right. And then number three, uh, Cole Van Lanen. Like, you know, versatile offense line from Wisconsin. I said yeah, Wisconsin. Sir. Wisconsin lineman, six foot five, 315 pounds, five flat 40. Done. Yeah, For, yeah. Like, you know, to me, it's like it's if you're Wisconsin deal. and you test that well athletically, 
You're second round. You're an NFL starter for yeah, 10 it's years. Like, honestly, it's like you might jump to be that fourth tackle just because you went to Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, because it's like because Tevin Jenkins ain't yeah. that tight. Jalen Mayfield ain't that tight. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and you have more left tackle potential than him. It's like, really, it's like outside of uh, uh, Alex Leatherwood, if Alex Leatherwood runs a 4-9, then you might get in the first round. Like, I can see that. Yeah. I, I've been watching Leatherwood film. I'm higher on him than I was. He's, a, he's an underrated pass protector. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah He's yeah, got yeah. skills to develop. But yeah. he's a starter at right tackle, starter at guard immediately. But he can develop into a left, left tackle. tackle. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's what I've yeah. come to the conclusion. All right. Uh, uh, so, for me, Stock, did you go three? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I went Stock improved most. I go number one. I go Greg Newsom, cornerback from Northwestern, measured in at six feet, 192, and then ran a 4-3-8-40. So, he tests out as an elite cornerback in terms of his explosiveness and then also really good length uh two quinn miners just keeps on checking the boxes every as we inch closer to the draft ran a four eight six at his pro day all 32 teams were at his pro day in attendance bigger, over there bigger than creed humphreys yes bigger than creed humphreys <laughs> the yes. belly yeah. the belly and, but that's my thing is like that's a big deal all 32 teams were there yeah. i'm like yeah that's like yeah because there were four teams at northwesterns four yeah it's like, and every team wants Quinn Myers. Every team wants Quinn Myers. I'm like, but uh, to they me, I'm like, oh, good. he's not getting out of the second round. I'm like, top it's of like, the second round? I'm like, where dude, is he going to go? He might be the last pick in the first. Yeah, it could happen. People yeah. are falling in love with him. Because to me, I think because it, his guard potential. It's like he can play either one of those spots at 320, hmm. pulling guard at five flat. He's trucking cats, yeah. bro. Let's go. Let's go with the good. All right. As fast as 486. Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then uh, Rashad Wild Goose, cornerback for Wisconsin, uh, 5'11", 197, ran a 4'4", uh, And that's just everybody would want those measurables in your defensive back room. Mm -hmm. uh, and just as all the, the protests that have transpired thus far, it was one of the more impressive work. Yeah, and, you know, because everybody needs that nickel. They need that yeah, swat. Yeah, and that's what that it's yeah. like, And that's what it is. It's like, and that speed shows at least – Elite recovery speed. Yeah, and he, like, pr he probably does his best work in the nickel, and that's a kind of elite uh, size, I think, in speed in yeah. the nickel. Yeah. All right, bet that, bet that, hustler. All right, Joe, let's go ahead and like this is the last, this is the last team needs segment, last division segment, last division segment. So okay. let's go ahead, all you AFC East fans, shout out to my boy Steve. I, uh, he's out there. He's a, he's a big Jets fan. So we gonna go ahead I and work give with them the some love. Jets fan. Yeah. Shout out to Larry. Yeah. yeah. All right, bet that, bet that. So the Jets, they have two first-round picks. Like, I don't know. Do you think they're going to hang on to Darnold? That's going to be the key to everything. Because the thing is, nobody wants him. Yeah, nobody wants to. Nobody's calling. Nobody him for wants him. to give you anything no. for him. Yeah. Nobody wants to give you anything for him. And the thing is, like, y'all really need to go ahead and just move those two first round picks to Houston and just call it a day and just like change your franchise overnight. Yeah. It's like because and Houston, you have, you have the means to, to me, do and it. I think that's why Houston's doing what they're doing. It's like because they're holding out for Miami and they're holding out for the Jets. If they ain't yeah. giving up them two first round picks, then I ain't trading. It's like and I'm waiting. I'll wait till draft day, and I get that. But out, do you think there's any way they draft a quarterback in the first round without getting her in a dart? Yeah. I'm yeah. not supposed to. I'm not opposed to doing that. Why not do it that way? Why not have some bring somebody into like at least get something? It's like the, if you're gonna do it to Josh Rosen. No, no, it's it's the bruise. You ain't got no me. love for the West. It's, it's the Breeze and Rivers uh, scenario, kind of. You know, what I'm saying you could bring in Philip Rivers, but it's still Drew Brees. Give him a chance. Because to, uh, the thing is, it's yeah. like it's it's Darnold's fourth year, and if you don't give him the fifth year, then he's gone next year anyway. So yeah. yeah. I'm I like, guess. yeah, and him playing well, it, like draft Zach Wilson. Like you have two ways to uh, tackle, tackle it. Like if you want to, you can draft the quarterback or you can just invest in everything into Sam Donald, which means I think going very early like a Penny Sewell and then getting a receiver later on. Yeah. I would love to see that if you're invested. If you're in invested it. in. It's like, now my whole thing is like, 
I couldn't draft Zach Wilson over him. Mm. I could draft. I mean, I couldn't draft Zach Wilson if I'm the Jets with Sam Darnold on my roster because I can't. I haven't seen enough of Zach Wilson to say that you're so far superior to anything yeah. I've ever seen. And Sam I'm just Darnold speaking like do. the average like, scout. Know, yeah. I guess. I'm it's just like, to me, it's like, like I need a change. It's like let's get Justin Fields. It's like yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go. Like, like shout out to Cody Stokes. Let's go. Like, I could be all in on Justin like, yeah. Fields. And it's like to me, it's like I gotta switch it up. I gotta switch it up. Yeah. I didn't like if like if I liked this guy, I liked him a lot, and it's not working. This quarterback so let's, like, let's switch it up. Flavor maybe a little more. It's like so let's get the guy who looks like kids from kid and play. It's like let's get it. Ola ola. Yeah. Like it's going down, and Justin Fields to me, it's like if I'm gonna draft a quarterback that high, then I gotta switch it up. I gotta switch it up because I at least want to be like, all right, this didn't work, so maybe I can't develop this type of guy. So let me try this type yeah. of guy. Yeah. Okay, so if you draft Fields at number two, what are you drafting with the 23rd pick? What in position are you investing in? Uh, I'm probably a weapon. A weapon. A weapon. Okay. It's okay. like it's. That receiving core could use a weapon. I think they need like I'm I'm one of those guys, you know, the closer and closer the draft gets, the more and more I'm becoming back on my Rashad Bateman thing. Okay. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you might be yeah, I had you Rashard are the Bateman. prototype. Yeah. Like, I you know Rashard, what I'm saying? Yeah, I had Rashad Bateman there. Uh, Rondell Moore, I wouldn't be mad at that because he's just a, an element you don't have on your roster right yeah. now, I don't think. And then even Elijah Moore. I probably like Elijah Moore. You like Elijah Moore a than, lot more. But that's contingent on him running like as low as like a 4-4-3. Four, four, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But well, he's like he's a low 11 guy, but you've seen 11 guys run 4-4s four, yeah, before. Yeah. It's not a thing. It's like just if a, he runs a 4-3, then I love Elijah Moore. If he runs like a 4-3. Oh, if he's 4 Three's first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if he outruns Rondell Moore, he's drafted over Rondell Moore. But he does that thing. Like the the attribute I love in wide receivers is when they come in as true freshmen and, and they play contribute really immediately. Well. Yeah. And Elijah Moore was that at yeah. Ole Miss amongst a group of really talented. Yeah, with AJ Brown, DK Metcalf yeah, yeah. out While there. It's they like, were it's, still like there. it's like yeah. remember my name. Write yeah. it down. Yes, write my write name it down. down. It's exactly. like you see these two alphas. I'm the slot though. I'm the yeah, slot yeah, though, yeah. and he was wrecking. He was wrecking. Mm. You know, but I, I I get that. Like to me, it's like, but Bateman fits in that mold. Uh, there there's some later guys that they could probably look at as far as wide receiver goes. But I just feel like like you need to take care of that now. Take yeah. care of that now. And to me, it's like let them cats battle it out. And to me, don't start Justin Fields if you don't beat him out. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Like, it's like, like don't let the don't let draft position dictate the roster. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Don't be afraid of a real quarterback competition. All right. Now, as far as Miami goes, they got number three pick, number 18 pick in the first round. They have offensive line. Well, actually, no, they got they just got Isaiah Wilson. So their, their offensive line needs aren't as dire. And if they have them, they're going to be on the interior. Mm. So uh, but I do definitely think that they need consistent help on the outside or yeah. even I don't know. What do you think they actually need, Joe? Uh, I could see. In, first, I think they're uh, one of the more talented. I think they really have a really talented roster. Mm -hmm. uh, that pick, it's it's. You just have to invest in the most talented guy. I think that uh, the high pick in the first round. Uh, there, I could see them going offensive tackle if it's available. But I think it, with the Isaiah Wilson thing, it changes to where it's mm -hmm. like you can wait a year for the next guy because. Well, let me ask you this: Is two of your guy moving forward? He has to be. He has to be. Yeah, well, I, I got to give him another year. Well, 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 we all agree it's just that we haven't seen enough. It's you can't. Yeah. There's not enough to throw no, that away. Because to me, yeah. I wouldn't even play him this year because I wouldn't. I didn't want him to look timid, and he looked timid. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like he wasn't throwing pigs. Yeah, yeah. You he know what I'm saying? He just wasn't aggressive. Yeah. Like you know, and to me, it's like I'll blame well, that. Isn't on the that how you want your quarterback to grow? Yeah. 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 Because like, yeah, Dak Prescott, the reason why Tony Romo's not here is because Dak Prescott came in there and didn't throw pigs. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's like as much as people hate me saying that 
stuff. It's like Tony Romo is gone because Dak doesn't turn the ball over. And and nobody wanted to go back to to like, oh, Ramblin' Romo. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it's like it's like we were over gambling, that. It's yeah. like gambling Ramblin' Romo. And yeah. it's like and, and I love Romo. I'm a big Romo fan. I discovered him as far as Cowboy fans are concerned. Please believe that. You can ask anybody. Mm. Right, Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew he was Walter Payton Award winner before he was a Dallas Cowboy. I said Cowboy. you were more well-versed than, uh, than anybody most. I know as far as Cowboys fans. I remember before we – we before yeah. before the combine was on NFL Network. Do you remember how hard it used to be for me to just oh, Joe? I found it on the Atlanta Falcons website, dog. I'm gonna oh, yeah. print it out and I'm gonna send it to you, dog. Like you know, I found it on the Niners website this yes, year. Yes, I remember. It's like, when yeah, you it's could like, not get combine. You could not get that information, but no I could. I could always find it because I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. I'm a geek for them sports. Mm-hmm. All right, now uh, Miami first. I I think that. It would be okay for them to go Jamar Chase because yeah, they see, right yeah. and to go that high, especially if you have two first round picks, get a we- get a weapon, get a weapon, yeah. make sure you leave with the weapon. Because to me, if you're already a playoff team, and to me, I wouldn't care if they doubled down on offense as good as their defense was. That could just be Brian Flores is like I can insert dudes and I just do my thing. It's like I'm the mm-hmm. best of all the young Belichicks. Yeah, like, you know. So so to me, it's like I'd have no problem with them going ahead and getting Jamar Chase, then go ahead and get. Etienne or Najee okay, yeah, at 18 yeah. because I need a running back because I don't like my situation. Now, if you're Miami and, you get, and you're rolling out Washington's <laughs> running backs yeah. with Patrick Laird mixed in there to, like, you know, oh, it's pack, like – it's like 12 rejects. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. they need a first-round running back, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, the 18th pick, of course. Yeah, yeah I can see 18th pick. Well, you, like, you have a problem with – High like top five should not be a thing. Yeah, no, like no, no. top ten should be very questionable. But anything after like if you're yeah. a playoff team, is if, that what if, it is? Yeah, it's if like, you know what you're doing, if you if made the playoffs. If you're in that top ten, it's because you don't know what you're doing. So don't even mess with it. That's my advice to you. Now back if you're 18 uh, after that, you probably know what you're doing. You have some sense about you. So it's more of an art. But like 18, I wouldn't be mad at the Dolphins okay. at all. Yeah. Uh, like I said, to that. Number three pick, just go with the most talented player at that position. I can see a wide receiver. I don't love a wide receiver that high. I, Chase, not Devontae Smith. Would, no, I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't. couldn't I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I, it doesn't matter how much I love the player. The thing mm-hmm. is, if it doesn't work, I'm fired. Yeah. I'm fired. And they're like, why are you <laughs> reading this anorexic mother? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, like, I can't do it. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, it's the same thing. It's like people are like, oh, I love Doug Flutie. Mm-hmm. But I will get fired for drafting Doug Flutie here. Yeah. So it's like well, so even, I can draft six five here. I can never draft five nine here. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like so I just had to play the waiting game to be like, is it cool if I draft him here? Is it cool if I draft him here? Is it cool if I draft him here? Like you know, and then it's like and then you never get the nod. Like you know, and and that's just how it kind of yeah, works because it's, the it's same like, thing with like Trevor Lawrence. You might think Zach Wilson or Justin Fields are better, but if you have the number one pick, you just draft. Hey, I honestly think that people need to pay attention for Trevor Lawrence at his pro day because if he's not over two hundred twenty pounds, it's like how come that's not a concern. It's been a concern for everybody else in the history of the NFL. Before yes, this, it's right? like you're looking like Tommy Maddox out here. Yeah, you're looking like Tommy Maddox out here at six six two fifteen. That ain't good. Yeah. That is I'm not like, good. And look. that's the thing that scares us, aren't we? First thing, don't we have a thing about six six quarterback? I have a problem with yes, six six quarterback. Yes, uh, you, you already cut the limit, and you're undersized in terms of weight. You're that's undersized a dope, yeah. for a six five quarterback. You're I'm like, isn't six, that why? Four, isn't like, that why we're afraid of six six quarterbacks? Because they can be. He's this skinnier build. than yeah. Jared Goff was when he came out, and everybody was scared. Jared Goff size. Yeah, and what if uh, Zach He's Wilson? He's two inches taller, same same way. <laughs> what if Zach Wilson ends up weighing more than Trevor Lawrence, which he very well could. He, he will. Yeah, he probably, he probably will. Probably will. Probably and, will. And and the thing is, like, if I don't know, Trevor Lawrence, if I was him, I'm like no measurables. I'm gonna just throw. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, cause, but the thing is, like, I just ball, and everybody's known I've been balling for a long time, so it doesn't matter how much I weigh. Everybody knows I just played the whole season. I'm like, don't touch that scale, though. <laughs> like, measure your hands, measure your weight. You should have done a Devontae Smith. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. it's like, he, Devontae Smith is like, hey, dog, hey, dog. It's like, we might be on the same team. It's like, because these teams got two, two, two first-round picks. <laughs> yo, like, you know yo let's jump like, on the there, scale together. Like, they'll never like, know. Yeah, they'll like, never it's know. It's like we might weigh one lineman together. We might weigh the same <laughs> as, like, the, the biggest lineman together, in this draft. Let's jump yeah. on the scale together. All right, Joe, let's go ahead and talk them Bills. I think the Bills are another one of those teams that could or, – or what? Patriots. Patriots, they draft 15. Uh, quarterback, necessary. If Mac Jones is there, I think they have to grab him. Mm-hmm. I think they have to grab him because I think he's better than anybody they have there. Uh uh, do you have yeah, uh, I think if one of the top three cornerbacks is still there at 15, I'll go I was saying quarter. No, quarter. I know. Oh, I'm, you're saying quarter. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm oh, saying quarter. Yeah. 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 Like, if a J.C. Horn is still there, then you have to draft well, You know Tyson Campbell going to jump J.C. Horn just like he going to jump over everybody. But it's <laughs> like, uh, all right, now Buffalo, first-round pick. I know they're going to lose. They're letting Matt Milano test the waters. Yeah. Uh, but I, as much as people are saying linebackers are their biggest need, I really think that they need to get, whether it's Najee or Invest Travis in Etienne, it's like whoever – Whoever the Dolphins don't get, you need that running. I would love for them to get Etienne if he's still there because he adds a speed element that they don't have right now. Because it's like because their running back core would work if they had just a guy who could do everything. But if you want Josh Allen to take another step forward, get get that running game going. Get that running game going. Uh, Even like some interior offensive line. Or even a Pete. Yeah, a Pat Fryermuth. Yeah, like because I like Fryermuth. I really like Fryermuth. Yeah. Yeah. To me, he's the closest thing to Gronk because it's like. First round. It's like, to me, Kyle Pitts, I'm not sold. Because I'm like, I remember Jermaine well, What Gresham. do you think about uh, Brevin Jordan? Maybe I think, not. I, like, I, don't, I was thinking of this position, but like I'm not opposed because I really like him. I, yeah. Brevin Jordan is a second-day pick, and we'll see how he tests, and we'll see about his injury history and all that mm. stuff because I think that's going to be an issue. But I, we're going to get it in tight ends. We're going to get into a lot of positions. I think next week we're going to start talking quarterbacks. We're going to yeah. talk top five quarterbacks next week, uh, talk a little bit about what we watching from here to there. So if you haven't watched WandaVision – Sorry, we're going to spoil that stuff next week. Unless yeah. Joe hasn't watched it. But, uh, yeah, Joe. It. Yeah. I think we done, son. Good good, good stuff, man. But, I, yeah, stuff. Brevin Jordan, I think, could be, end up being the best pass-catching tight end to come well, out of the draft. It's, it's good. Could, it have, could it be? Could it be? I'm not, a, I'm not shocked by that. To me, he's got he's got my Aaron Hernandez grade. Use him right and he'll whoa, be. Whoa, whoa, No, 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 not, not, not Don't like. Don't go throwing that name around, bro. All right. <laughs> like, strictly as far as a draft prospect, Aaron Hernandez. He fits that mold. I would. I just think that he's got the he's got that the Aaron Hernandez. Thing, I just so. don't disagree. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, catch us next week, same giraffe time, same giraffe channel, and we are out. Peace. Thank you. Thank Peace. You. Hey, this is George. This is Joe. You can catch our show, The Giraffe Experts, every Wednesday. 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. On our show, you'll be able to hear about sports and entertainment. It's a sports show, but you can't really just call it that. So log on every Wednesday. We'll be in Studio A. Hey, come check us out. I promise this will be your new favorite show because we are the Giraffe Experts. Long! Jump in!